0: Chapter Three now i don 't know if you' all been listening about these primary elections, but uh, Donald Trump has been far and way ahead of every, the others to be the candidate for the Republican Party in ninety four but then I see some of them saying that joe biden's going to have another four years i don 't know. Uh, I don't know why people would want him to have another four years, what he's done this past four years. destroyed the economy, I mean, just, just and everything else. The border, look at him, look look at the border. I don't know. Uh, I said, well, does God, did God put him in there? Well, I'll, I'll say here, it didn't happen against God's will. Did God order it? He could have. But it wasn't because it wasn't because he was blessing us. Right. Right. That's right. So anyway, let's go to Philippians the third chapter. All right, now the things that he talked about in chapter two, he uh, was rejoicing and all that, mm-hmm. and then uh, the sufferings that he's gone through. Uh, talked about. Epaphroditus there in verse 30 of chapter 2 because for the work of Christ he was near unto death regarding not regarding his life to supply your lack of service toward me finally my brethren anyway. rejoice in the Lord and to write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous but for you it is safe uh now, what does that mean? Paul says, for me to write the same things to you, what he's already talked about and to talk about it again and to repeat it, repetition is what he's talking about. And that is what he's talking about, is repetition. That's how you learn. Amen. People... uh you can't run over a subject one time and have it. Oh, there might be a few people with photographic memories or something that can retain some of it. But our minds are just not built that way. The fall hurt them. Made us, where well, we got to work to study and to learn. Uh. You don't learn your stuff the first time through, do you? Not at all. You learn all your battle information, things you had to do. You had to go over it and over it and over it and over it and over it. And then when you actually did it, it was still different. Okay. Yeah, on a job training. Yeah, absolutely. So whatever whatever we're doing, we've got to keep on saying, so I wish I knew scripture like you do. I've had people tell me that. Well, if you'd been through the Bible and studied it as much as I have, you probably would. But you can't just get it like that. We have to have it over and over. I'll give an example like this. First time you ever drive from Lexington, let's say to Paris, because you've got to use old road to go to Paris. All right. First time... You go to Paris, and then the second time you go, you don't remember much of what you saw, maybe one or two things, but each time you go to Paris, you pick up something else. Uh, I picked up houses and stuff I didn't know, and I traveled the road all the time. The leaves are off and all that, and you can see and all. You pick up, you keep on, you add to it. And that's how we learn. And so repetition is just not a problem. Somebody said, I've had people say, well, you, preach, you preached that 20 years ago. Well, the only reason you knew that I did it is because you wrote a date in your Bible. That's the only reason. Don't give me that stuff. That's the only reason if you wrote the date, my mother would do that. She'd write that date. <coughs> but she didn't remember the message. Anyway. But if I did, it's hard for me not to repeat, as many times I've been over, but it needs to be repeated. People need to be reminded. Uh, How many are around that are uh, vocally promoting sound Baptist church doctrine? Sound baptism, scriptural baptism, scriptural Lord's Supper. How often do you hear that around? Few and far between. And And you know what? When you don't hear something, people don't hear it, and then you don't have a preacher preaching it, pretty soon there rose a generation that knew not the Lord. and It doesn't take long to do that. We forget how soon we forget. So repetition is awfully good. Now, I was going to compare this. Look at Matthew 5. Derek's been on this a lot lately, the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5. Seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain when he was set, his disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, that wasn't the multitudes came to him, his disciples, okay. Then he go, blessed are the poor in spirit, and so on. All of the beatitudes, and then the whole sermon on the mount. Then you look at uh, uh, Luke, the sixth chapter. Luke 6, look at verse 20. Uh, and he lifted up his eyes and on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye poor. Now, some say that's, that's just another version of the same thing that Jesus did in Matthew 5, but I don't think it is. He said, Blessed are ye, blessed, uh, blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you that hunger now, for ye shall be filled, and so on, and goes on. But look at verse twenty-four. But woe unto you that are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe unto you that are uh, that are full, for you shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Now that's not in Matthew five, six, and seven. But I say unto you, which hear, love your enemies, do good to them who hate you, and so on. So there's differences there, and yet there's some of the same thing. Well, how often do we need to hear, "Blessed are you," <laughs> Amen. blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, and so on. So we need we need the repetition. And then he says, "Beware of dogs." Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Well, mutilators is what that concision is. Beware of dogs. Well, look at Matthew fifteen twenty six. And this woman came, came to Jesus in verse 26. He answered said, It is not meat or suitable to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. That's the Syrophoenician woman. And she said, Truth, Lord. That didn't hurt her feelings. It didn't offend her. She said, That's truth. Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Uh, what what a wonderful woman there the lord blessed her so much there great is our faith is what the lord said about her anyway so dogs are used generally not in a good good light in the bible uh in uh isaiah 56 Isaiah 56, verse 9, all ye beasts of the field come to devour, yea, and all ye beasts in the forest, his watchmen are blind, they are all ignorant, they are all dumb dogs that cannot bark sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, everyone for his gain from his quarter. Now, he's calling Jewish priests, religious leaders of his people, dumb dogs, greedy dogs. So that, that word has been used quite a bit. Well, you find the old in, in uh, Deuteronomy about not bringing the price of a dog into the to the temple, and uh, Peter says talks about a dog returns to his own vomit and hog to his waller. So dogs have been used like that, but then you see with Lazarus, the dogs were the only friends he had, and that's the only medicine he got on his. So probably these dogs are Jews that are trying to destroy the faith of the believers, of the Gentiles. That's probably who they are. <coughs> so <coughs> be, beware of evil workers. He called, Paul calls them, uh, in 2 Corinthians 11, he calls them uh, evil workers. And then beware of the concision, That definitely the circumcision. Uh, well, here's the problem. They are looking to that right, R I T E, as being this, their ticket to heaven. That's what they're doing. And so they want to force these Gentiles to be circumcised. Well, that's it's just, that's just not, that's not what they need. For we are the circumcision, he says. Now Paul, writing to the church at Philippi, that's a Gentile church. He's Jew, he's been circumcised, but he's not talking about his physical circumcision. He's saying we are the circumcision. The true Jews, spiritual Jews, and that's been true since Abraham. That's why Abraham is the father of those that believe. He's the father of the faithful. He was a Gentile that God made a a Jew out of and the head of the Jewish nation. And that circumcision was was a sign of the covenant. But he was declared to be righteous before he ever had circumcision. Genesis 15. Anyway, so we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Amen. Well, physical circumcision is what he's talking about, right. confidence in the flesh. But then, being as you've gotten on that subject, he says, though, just to put a little balance in here, I might also have confidence in the flesh. He said, Because if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Now he's going to give you, he's going to give you a little bit of his autobiography. He's giving it. He says, I was circumcised on the eighth day, which is the exact day a Jewish boy was circumcised. All the way back to Moses. Of the stock of Israel, of Jacob, of the stock of Jacob, uh, of the tribe of Benjamin. You mean Paul could even trace his tribe back? Uh Uh-huh. And Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee. My, Paul was a Pharisee? Sure, he was. He had all of the credentials of a Jew. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. Uh, Look at Acts 23. Verse 6, when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees and the other were Pharisees, he cried out in the council, men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Of the hope and resurrection of the dead, I'm called in question. Well, you see, the Sadducees said there is no resurrection. The Pharisees said, yes, there is. And that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about since he's been a child of God. He's talking about he was raised believing the doctrine of the resurrection. And when he had said so, there arose a dissension between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the multitude was divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, neither angel nor spirit. But the Pharisees confess both. <coughs> so. <coughs> Paul has the credentials. He says now in verse 6 of our text here, he says concerning zeal, we all like zeal, unless it's zeal without knowledge. Concerning zeal, how much zeal do you have, Brother Paul? He said I was persecuting the church. Now Paul is not using the word church like some of these people do, as the representative of all Christianity, what what church was he persecuting? Church of Jerusalem. Well, on the church of Jerusalem, he was on his way to Damascus, and God stopped him. So the only one he got to persecute was the one of Jerusalem. <coughs> so persecuting the church and touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless, he kept the law. As far as he was concerned, now he tells us in Romans 7, when the law came, sin revived and I died. Because he, th- he said, I thought I was alive by the law, but I wasn't. I was dead. It killed me. So then he says, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Amen. So all of that, he had a soft life. He had the best upbringing. He had a uh, fine education. He was a Jew. He was on the uh, Sanhedrin council. Had much clout, no doubt plenty of money, and had his life set. And then he went to Damascus. And it was over. It was over. Life as he knew it no longer existed. Because he says now. What things were gained to me. Those I counted loss For Christ. Yea doubtless. And I count all things. But loss For the excellency of the knowledge. Of Christ Jesus my Lord. Well. If we can get into the. Mindset of the Apostle Paul. There, he's talking about all of the things that, though it was in his world, it was in the Jewish world, and uh, they there were different circumstances. Yet, people like a good life. They want to have the proper home, the proper schools, the proper job, the proper future, the proper retirement, the proper vacations, the proper everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. They were the same way as we are. That's what we all want. But Paul says, for me, all of those things were just loss. Because I dropped all those things. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. So you can't can't do it all? Paul didn't think so. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things. Now I read several commentaries on that, what the commentators think. And a few of them went on with it. When Paul said, I suffered the loss of all things, he meant literally all things. For Paul, now, if, you, if you've survived salvation knowing the Lord, and you've got a loving wife and family, You're doing great. Paul didn't have that. When he when he confessed Christ, it was all over. His people, his nation. They spent their time trying to catch him and kill him. His family. Completely rejected him. That's the way Jews do. They do that today. If you was was able to make a profession of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you didn't lose your family. You were way ahead of where Paul was. Because he lost it all. Even his wife and children. Uh, You remember brother James years ago that. Man and his wife, they were members of Metathorpe. They came out every time or two for special services. And uh, they were Jews. And uh, God saved them. There, at least I know she was, he may not, but it was just, her, just her. Anyway, I think this is from New York or New Jersey, somewhere's up there. You know, a lot of Jews up there. Her family, literally. Had a grave dug, with a tombstone, and her name on it, and date born and date died. They literally they buried her with the call that in effigy, and that's what she had to do with her family. From then, she didn't exist. Well, we talked about this the other day. People come and say, Brother Gum, what do I need to do to become a member of this church? Well, first thing we got to do is see if you're saved. Second thing we got to do is see if you've got proper baptism. No. Oh, I do. I got good baptism. Who, who baptized you? Well, that church out there at Athens, at Camelot church out there, brother, that's not good baptism. Well, that's where all my family was. Now that's this 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 is the severest of it, and it's right in that ballpark, right there. Well, you mean if if I, if if I submit to baptism at this little old Baptist church, then then I'm rejecting my whole family, and I can't do that. Paul did it. So, and that's that's why. Many of them won't do it because why won't they come out of the Catholic Church? My cousin that died, Mark, he's older older than me, but uh, he used to call me. He was a lawyer. And he was a county attorney for, for Woodford County. And he was born and raised Catholic, but he would call me fairly often until I made him mad, but anyway, uh, and talk, ask me about the Bible. He knew he was in in a mess that was not right. He knew it, but there's no way in the world he would have had to have gone against not only his mother and daddy, but his wife. All died in the war, Catholics. For him to have come and presented himself for baptism in a Baptist church, he would have lost all his family on both sides. And I don't guess he was willing to do that. But. I know that Paul did it. And he's not the only one. And you look through the trail of blood. And you find many, many. That did it. Anyway. I count all things but loss. For the excellency of the knowledge. Of Christ Jesus my Lord. For whom I have suffered. The loss of all things. Now he's not. He's not lamenting over that. And here's his next statement. And do count them but dung. That probably means just scraps you throw out to a dog. That's probably what that means. That I may win Christ or gain Christ. So the loss of everything, and what does he gain? Christ, and be found in him not having mine own righteousness which is of the law that's what he talked about up there in verse uh, well verses up there righteousness my righteousness yes touching the law yeah yeah verse 6 the righteousness which is in the law blameless talking about his Pharisee, but he said, "To be found in Christ, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law." He didn't That's not what I've got. And that's not what we've got. Right. But that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. It's a by-faith righteousness. And that also that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Now think about that for a minute. The power of his resurrection. I, I, I fear that many times all of these precious doctrinal statements we make, they just go by us and they're just not... That we don't meditate on them enough to know Him and the power of His resurrection. And in Ephesians, He said, that is God's mighty power. Amen. And to know Him and the power of His resurrection, you're going into all of it now. Well, what would you give up to know all that? <laughs> Paul's telling us what he would, what he has. And (coughs) the fellowship of his sufferings. Mm -mm. Paul certainly is knowing the fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. Paul said, I die daily. He's being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not that he's gaining it, not that he's earning it, but he he might come to it. That word attain is used, I think, 13 times in the New Testament. And all but this one time. It's like he came to a certain place. He came. Well, to come to the resurrection of the dead. That's our ultimate goal where we will end up. If we are in Christ and he's in us, somewhere along the way, we're going to come to The resurrection, out from among the dead. That's what the words mean, out from among the dead. Out resurrection. Uh, Exonastasia. We're going to come to that. What's in our future? (laughs) More than Joe Biden, I'll tell you that. More than Donald Trump. More than sickness. More than death. What's in our future is that if you're in Christ, you're going to attain, come to the resurrection of the dead. Sometime. Your old body is going to resurrect out of the grave and be joined with your departed spirit. Amen. That's pretty good stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Paul said, "Not as though I had already come to it or attained. <coughs> Either we're already perfect. Well, when <coughs> we come to the resurrection of the dead, the out resurrection of the dead. What that means is." all the dead are not going to be raised at the same time. There's a resurrection of the just and then at the last there's a resurrection of the unjust. So when his people are resurrected there will be multitudes left in the grave. We'll have the out resurrection from the dead that's what that's talking about and uh, that is in our future say so, well boy death is horrible well I, I understand we don't like death death the result of sin uh, but that's the last enemy to be put down and even those that have gone on before us and they're dead now And their bodies are dead. That's not permanent. Not at all. Because if they're Christ, they're going to attain to the resurrection of the dead. They're going to come to the resurrection of the dead. Paul said, it's not as though I had already attained. Either were already perfect. He didn't claim perfection for himself. He uh, how about these holders claim sinful, sinless perfection for themselves oh I live above sin that's what they do that's what they say I always if it's a man I say, can I ask your wife if you live above sin she'll know who, if nobody else knows she'll know but he said but now in my life I am following after Perfect. nothing wrong with perfection be ye holy as I am holy, saith the Lord. Without holiness, not no man shall see the Lord. Uh, nothing wrong with perfection. That's what we're looking for. Been conformed into his image. But ain't, ain't attained yet. Ain't come to it yet. But I follow after. If that I may apprehend. Grab hold of. That for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. I can grab a hold of what he grabbed a hold of me for. That's the purpose of my life. And that's what I'm following after now. We'll continue next time.